Rushdoony Radio presents An Informed Faith The Position Papers of R.J. Rushdoony by Rush's John Rushdoony Narrated by Nathan F. Conkey Produced with permission by the Calcedon Foundation The Christian Life Chapter 30 Faith and Understanding Calcedon Position Paper Number 221 February 1998 St. Anselm is one of the great but neglected men in the history of philosophy. Anselm, 1033-1109, was born of a noble family in Aosta, Lombardy, made his mark in the culture of monasteries, and later became Archbishop of Canterbury. In his day, the monasteries, long central to thinking, were shortly to give way to the universities, and the result was also seen in his shift in presuppositions to an Aristotelian foundation. Thus, the work of a great theologian and philosopher did not receive the attention it deserved. Anselm was profoundly Pauline in his theology, and he has been called the last of the Church Fathers and, quote, the second Augustine. In various areas, notably the doctrine of the Atonement, he is the key Orthodox theologian. In philosophy, his premise was, credo ut intelligam, I believe, in order that I might understand. As against this, Abelard, an Aristotelian, sought to understand in order to believe. Whereas for Anselm, faith precedes understanding, for Abelard, 1079-1142, understanding must precede faith. Rationalism must establish what he can believe. For Abelard, all things must be brought to the bar of reason for verification, whereas Anselm began with the Christian faith. For him, a basic faith, premise or presupposition, must undergird all reason. For Abelard, because of his rationalism, free will was basic because reason gave to man a sovereign autonomy of judgment. Every teaching of the Church should be doubted until its truth is ascertained. But Abelard had begun with faith, though he did not quite say so. Abelard's faith was in rationalism rather than in God and his inscriptured word. Now, Abelard held that he could prove the dogmas of the church by means of rationalism, but in so doing, he shifted the centre of authority from God to man's rationality. Anselm was the more profound philosopher and reasoner, but by opposing rationalism, he came to be viewed by some as simply a confuser of issues. For rationalism, knowledge is obtained by reason, which has a higher authority than sense perception, and especially more than revelation. The empiricist will use rationalistic means to accompany his sense perception. Like the rationalist, he is independent of external authority, God in particular. For Anselm, no more than a blind man can see the light, can a man without faith know God? Anselm was not always consistent in his presuppositionalism, but his basic premise bore fruit later in John Calvin and in his followers. In the United States, Cornelius Van Til has been the great figure in this presuppositionalist school of thought. For presuppositionalists, no more than the Bible tries to, quote, prove, end quote, God, does the theologian or philosopher try to do so? God is the foundation of all reasoning and proof.
The scientist Harold Clayton Urey, born 1893, a chemist, once noted, quote, Not one of the existing theories about the origin of the world does work without the presupposition of a miracle, end quote. The evolutionist must presuppose, with the rationalist, billions and trillions of miracles. Dimitri Kessel and Henri Baer in Splendours of Christendom, 1961, a book given to me by my associate Andrew Sandlin, carry this quotation from the American writer Alan Tate, quote, Man is a creature that, in the long run, has got to believe in order to know, and to know in order to do, end quote. Tate's comment echoes Anselm, Calvin, and the Puritans. It is commonplace to characterise the culture of the United States as pragmatism. This is a truncated observation. The Puritan theology echoed Anselm and Calvin. It gave faith the priority, and its intense practicality came from its abandonment on the popular level of all rationalism in favour of action. Paul, in Romans 2.13, declares, quote, For not the hearers of the law are justified before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. End quote. See also James 1, 23-27, 2-20-26. The basic premise of Christian Reconstruction is this emphasis on faith with works, quote, to know in order to do, end quote, in Tate's words. The sterility of rationalism is that its goal is debate, and more debate, contentiousness as a way of life. It produces monumental works of reasoning, and a little more. Men cannot be reasoned into heaven, although they can be put to sleep. Rationalism shifts the centre from God and his law word, his summons to believe and obey, to man as rationalist, sitting in judgment upon God and man. The arrogance of rationalism is its assumption that man, the philosopher, can sit in judgment over God and man and all things else. We cannot be Christian on our terms, only on God's terms. Our conversion is not the result of a bargain with God, but rather our total submission on his terms only. Man is a creature, God's creature, and he must use his reason to think God's thoughts after him, not to attempt to establish what God has already ordained, nor to seek to provide independent premises for knowledge. For Calvin, man's conscience has a noetic function. It is an aspect of God's witness in man's being, whereby man, even in his depravity, knows the judgment of God. Sin and conscience both have their noetic effect. They shape man's knowledge and his relationship to God. Rationalism creates an artificial man, one in whose being neither sin nor conscience have any part. Such a man does not exist. Well done for listening all the way to the end. This is Nathan, the narrator, speaking to you from Puebla, Mexico, from the Faith for All of Life school in which I teach English as a volunteer. I teach from kinder through high school. Now, I rely on donations in order to keep teaching and recording, so if you want to support a Faith for All of Life school in Latin America and want to keep listening to Rush Dooney while you vacuum, drive or cook, commute or 
whatever you're doing right now, donate at cten.org forward slash Nathan Conkey. That's N-A-T-H-A-N-C-O-N-K-E-Y, all lowercase. Or if you prefer PayPal, paypal.me forward slash capital N Nathan, capital C Conkey. You can also email me at nfconkey, that's nfconkey at gmail.com. Thanks, and I look forward to speaking to you very soon.